Everybody, welcome to the Cuckoo Attack. This is episode 21, the last episode of 2020 that we plan on recording. Um, <laughs> I'm Chad Hembrock. With me, as always, is Patrick Keys here. And uh, we are going to go down our top five games of 2020. Uh, we've got a, a new. Not necessarily released in 2020, but uh, just games we played this year. Yeah, for so. sure. Um, <laughs> we've got uh, some opinions on the the whole cyberpunk debacle. Um, <laughs> since that game is finally out and not really living up to its expectations with most people. It is, it is <laughs> spicy news right now. <laughs> um, as always, our, our current playlist and then... Uh, some quick reviews of the game awards and some other announcements from Nintendo. So with that yeah. said, what have you been playing, Patrick? Uh, yeah, I, I, I think our playlist is going to be <laughs> fairly short this you time. Go first? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go I've played nothing but everybody's golf <laughs> and not even a lot of it. <laughs> so, so majority <laughs> of my time has been spent uh, going to bed early and working. So um, I've gotten maybe two rounds of golf in a night if I feel up to it. And um, yeah. To be to be fair, it's, this, we're recording pretty shortly after our last podcast. It's true. So it hasn't been too long. Yeah. But yeah. Not, nothing new gaming wise. No, not, not really. So, um, so that's it. But uh, <laughs> all right. All right. Cool. Uh, so I'm still playing Fall Guys, but I will mention it right now because season three just started and it is all winter themed snow kind of new games and courses and costumes and stuff. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm digging it so far. Like, I love how they keep coming up with new mechanics and making it slightly crazier every time there's a new season. Um, so a lot of the new stuff is like these like giant fists that spring out and punch your guy out of nowhere. And they have like fans that blow you away and snowballs that get bigger. And it's like that Wipeout so... TV show or MXE or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they have some really fun, interesting new uh, games that they come up with. Uh, one is called uh, Ski Fall. I'm not sure if that's a pun on Ski Ball or Skyfall. It could be both. <laughs> but um, essentially, you're like going down this ramp with like these three giant rings filled with like smaller holes inside of it. And you have to jump through the small holes to get points as you like head down the slope. Um, and certain holes are worth more points and stuff. And if you fall off you go back to the top and so you have to keep like looping back and forth until you get like 15 points or if too many people score ahead of you then you're out of the round so so that's a really chaotic fun game and they had one course that's like this 
big mountain that you climb up and it's just really fun just watching everyone like fly down the mountain i kind of want to pick it up just because i do i do enjoy watching you play it and i think it'd be fun to to play against you in in matches and stuff but <laughs> yeah i don't know i, I don't know if i want to spend the cash on it <laughs> it's a little it's a, i feel like it's a little expensive but it's definitely fun and entertaining yeah. um yeah, I'm, I've been having fun with it, even as aggravating as it can be sometimes. But <laughs> uh, And speaking of snowy games, uh, just today, actually, uh, as of we're recording, 1219, I streamed some of my favorite snowy moments within video games. Um, I had a little technical difficulties during the stream so it's split into two videos if you're watch if you want to watch it now but you can um it included banjo kazooie freeze easy peak uh metroid primes uh fendora drifts and then um i did it with donkey kong country the Gl gorilla glacier that whole world so those are some of my favorite snow moments within video games. Um, I also did a slight, slight little tease of like my Animal Crossing Town and its winter kind of themes that are going on. So if you haven't played Animal Crossing in a while, it's definitely fun right now. You should check it out. No Mario 64 um, and throwing the penguin off the side of the... Uh... <laughs> I did not do that, but um, you know, I feel like there's enough memorable snow sure. moments in games maybe i'll have to do a second stream for first i, I can do mars next time the, that the, was the a golden great eye too. levels too we were talking about yeah <laughs> so but that was that was pretty fun um and then last but not least which came out the same day as the game awards and which will lead us pretty well into our next news topic but picked up cyberpunk 2077 and I'm pretty lukewarm to the game so far. <laughs> I am I am enjoying it still. Like the more I play it, the more you know, I, I'm having fun. But at the same time, uh, it's definitely a lot of smoke and mirrors, <laughs> um, both in just being a technical mess in terms of bugs, and also just like. A lot of the interactions of games I feel are very shallow and don't really offer any depth to them. Um, like, it's very, very simplistic. It's not a deep RPG as everyone was thinking. Um, it's, it's pretty much as we were describing, uh, just sci-fi Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what um, I feel based on the gameplay you've shared with me through playstation 5 share yeah. what you've seen yeah um, i don't know I, I thought it was funny the first time you turned it on immediately it was uh animated keanu reeves uh banging some android that was that was pretty interesting <laughs> like as soon as it started sharing yeah. that scene happened and uh <laughs> that's not what i intended to share with you but that's just what happened that was pretty funny so that was like my very first look at the game i was like well then i see why everybody wants to play this game <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like i don't know uh, just from watching your your gameplay last night too that was kind of my take on it. it's like yeah. I'm doing like a street race and then i'm driving like 120 miles an hour into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah i mean like you know it's not gta because it's like you know it's not third person at least in in the scene you were in is it able are you able to go third person or is it just 
No, only when you're driving. When you're driving. You go, like, yeah, yeah, so so that feels like the difference to me. It's like first person GTA until you drive, but even then you have that option. But <laughs> um, you know, I haven't played it. I've only seen you know what you've played. Um, I really don't have an interest in it based on that. Um, yeah, I don't know. This the story seemed interesting when I finally sat down and watched some trailers of the game. Um, I thought it was you know looked interesting but yeah it definitely seems more just like a like a grand theft auto that takes place in some you know dystopian future (laughs) (laughs) yeah um story wise it's like it takes enough like left turns that is keeping my interest to just like see where the heck this is going next but at the same time i'm like what the heck is going on (laughs) so often i'm like this is just I'm like, sure, whatever. Let's go. I, I'm your guy. Let's do this mission. I don't know what's going on, but I'm I'm here. Let's do it. <laughs> and then I try to, like, stow through a section for, like, 15 minutes, and one random person sees me. I'm like, oh, well, that's over. Bang, 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 bang. Okay, next. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the game is kind of a mess, but it is also very pretty looking when it's not bugging out and so (laughs) and the music's pretty pretty nice too so it's like it's such a contradiction it has so much polish and like so much not polish (laughs) you can tell (laughs) yeah Yeah. and i i don't know if they're gonna really be able to fix it up uh but yeah i guess i guess we should get into the the news of this game yeah um like (laughs) So, so real quick before we do that, I guess like the opinions of the game seem to kind of be like the reviews were were high for the review, and we'll get into that. That was on the PC review, mm-hmm. and um, you know, from what you're telling me, you, you're not really enjoying it. And I personally don't feel you know the need to get it based on my gameplay, yeah. but like some people are personally, I I, I don't feel as enamored from a game design perspective as others who reviewed it seem to yeah. be. I so. mean, just from my look at it, like, I don't feel like it, it doesn't look like it's anything groundbreaking and amazing that everyone's kind of making it out to be. Like, it's just yeah. a massive game. I don't know if it's just like, people need to feel justified for spending their $60, so they're gonna <laughs> say it's amazing, but. <laughs> I think I think the game had very high expectations to be this grandiose game. And it's definitely not that. Like, if you can accept that it's not that, then I feel like people enjoy it. But it's, yeah, it's not breaking any new ground or anything. It's, it's just a very ordinary game. Yeah. And I mean, that's cool. You know, if people enjoy it, that's, that's fine. There's You're allowed to enjoy games. <laughs> but, um, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just kind of my feeling on it. It was like okay what's what's so great about it i mean again i haven't i haven't played it but from from the little bit i've seen and from what people have talked about it just doesn't seem like it's any different than any other you know action adventure or you know action shooter open, open world, world yeah. sandbox <laughs> so, type of game yeah just... yeah i don't know and then there are like so many of the elements in the game like I feel like other games have done it better. Like if you pick it apart and stuff, like I know this is a weird example that 
I had the other day, but playing Metroid Prime. I know two completely different games, but scanning in Metroid Prime is so satisfying. It is so like visually pleasing and just like simplistic, but like straight to the point. And I just love scanning in Metroid Prime. And it makes me think of like how ugly cyberpunk scanning system is where there's just like a million things highlighted in green and that all the actions on them are like i don't care about any of this this is just too much tiny text puking all over my face i just don't know what's going on that's why i barely ever scan so it almost seems like most of the people that i know that are really like clamoring about the game like oh this is the best game ever it's the people that have like you know the the highest end pc possible and really the first thing they say is like the game's gorgeous and it's like <laughs> that kind of brings me back to the whole like okay just because a game looks good doesn't mean it's amazing <laughs> you know just because yeah. it looks that, that's great <laughs> if it looks if it looks you know really good then then that's cool but i don't know i feel like you know people kind of get lost in that like the graphics <laughs> you know the graphics are amazing <laughs> But um, I guess with that, that we can jump into the news now. So, um, so really, the game's broken. <laughs> That's it not... is, and and as we mentioned with the high reviews earlier, how uh, reviewers are only getting PC copies to review Which is the ridiculous. game. They <laughs> we're not getting any console versions, and we're, like uh, CD Projekt Red was saying, if any people are playing the PlayStation version, you are not allowed to show any footage of it until it releases. Yeah. And now we can see yeah. why it was broken by on all belief. More more so on the last generation of systems. Even the pros too, like the pro level consoles, the Xbox mm-hmm. One X and the uh, the PS4 Pro were still like it's better, but it still has issues. And not not to say that. My PlayStation 5 isn't crashing at least <laughs> once a night. So, but at least I guess textures load. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, even people on PC are like, I saw a thing on Twitter earlier where the guy was like, let's go for a drive in Cyberpunk. And he's driving his car down a straight open road, and all of a sudden it goes boom! And it flies up in the air, hits a building, and it's upside down <laughs> in the middle of the street. And the guy's like, I did not cut this video. This is just, and this is on a PC. So there's, there are a lot of, you know, <laughs> bugs that people are running into. Um, I think the craziest stuff is like, like you said, the texture's not loading. So like people are mm-hmm. like, like, it's like no face and like, um, and like buildings aren't loading and. 64 almost. Yeah, just like, yeah it does. It looks like the N64, like the, the bad guys, like with their block hands and they don't move and stuff. It's really weird looking. And um, uh, that's just, it's unacceptable, man. Like, it, this game was mm-hmm, rushed. Just wonky animations and first first five minutes i played this game i took my car to the garage and two people who clearly looked like they were sitting on a porch or not on the porch they were sitting just in the middle of the road in midair <laughs> and i'm like trying to drive around them and i tap one of them and all of a sudden everyone's like yelling at me and you're like combat zone i'm like well you shouldn't be in the middle of the street you're clearly not supposed to be here this is so stupid yeah um <laughs> it's it's pretty nuts like they they should have like just just delayed the game but people you know they're trying to get that holiday rush out right before 
or or just release the PC yeah, version. Just, yeah, but... just do it on just release even like the PS5 version seems to be okay enough, I guess, where it's like at least I mean te technically it's PS4. Well, that's what I mean but... though, like like playing on your console works, but yeah, they should have they should have done some sort of delay because cuz now they're you know, we're at the point now where Sony has pulled the game from their shelves, like from their digital store because of mm -hmm. because the CD project red when people are like asking about refunds and stuff, they were like talk talk to Microsoft and Sony, they'll yeah. refund you. And then and then Sony was like, "Yeah." What? And they and they did the same thing. They told you to work with the big box retailers too if you bought it like physically. So, yeah. It's it's pretty nuts like and that, that, I feel like that's why Sony is getting a little mad here. They're like, all right, we're going to refund and no one else is allowed to buy your game anymore on our digital yeah. store. I mean, so. I don't blame them. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to deal with that. You know, it's, yeah. um, you know, they have a, they have a, they have to have some sort of standard of quality to, to go off of. They can't have something like this happen. <laughs> um, and it's, it's bad. Like, I don't know. I, I, don't, I can, I can't even think of like another game. Like the only game that would be closest would be like No Man's Sky, but they've at least like, you know, patched all that stuff in. And, and that game, even though it like, from what I remember, that game still worked. It just wasn't what everyone expected it to be. This is literally like game yeah. breaking. Like, like you said, textures aren't loading. People are not in the places they're supposed to be. Like there was like no QA into this like game release. It, or they just yeah. they knew it was there and, and didn't care. And at, at a minimum, they should have del delayed the console version. Like, <laughs> it's it's nuts. It's 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 crazy. Yeah, and they're gonna have such an uphill battle now to like not only regain customer trust but to like get this in a working state so they can continue marketing future content for this otherwise they've just wasted like eight years of development yeah, and that's the other thing eight universe. years and this is what you <laughs> like how do you start developing a game in 2012 and it doesn't run on the console it was developed for like that doesn't make sense like they obviously developed this on <laughs> pc and then just use some like I assume there's like what like maybe I, I don't know uh, on the keyboard press PlayStation. That's forward, like I'm thinking button. like what do they have like <laughs> Unity or something and they just check it and tell it to use like a different you know a different platform. Oh, I mean, that's works. the thing though these these consoles are all x86 architecture stuff and it's all um, you know it's all they're all PCs they're all running the same chipsets. So it's like yeah. you know if it doesn't have that power it's not going to run properly so. Um, I, you know, I don't know what the what the effort of porting something from PC to X, to PlayStation is, but clearly there is some effort to be yeah. had. It's or it's not... just it's just that's yeah. the thing is that like these games aren't they did it on PC, didn't take into account the specs, and just like it launched it. So like, that's an edit for you at uh, no, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's, it's pretty nuts. Um, I, I think it's kind of funny because when this game first got announced, or not first announced, but when the Game Awards showed off like Keanu, I was always like, if they're banking on a big star, the game's going to suck. <laughs> and that's kind of <laughs> like I started seeing gameplay of it, and I'm like, eh. <laughs> you might have been on to something. Not that I distrust or dislike yeah. Keanu, but... But that is usually a tactic. I feel for, like the for when a game is in the kind of having those. And like games. honestly, like 
I, I might not have been the the person that is in the now with like the current gen releases, but I don't even remember hearing about Cyberpunk 2077 until that E3, the one with Keanu, because I was I just no clue, I wasn't paying attention. But once I saw that, I was like, oh, <laughs> a movie star signing on to a you know big game, okay. And that can bring us into a VGA topic of uh, Vin Diesel in Arc Two, which we'll talk about later. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's gonna be a great game, I'm sure. That was, that was <laughs> so, crazy. I, I don't even know. Like, what you know, it's just that. the same thing. It's like, okay, why? Why do you need this? Like, ugh, anyway, I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh... yeah. Well, yeah, I, I don't know what else to say about Cyberpunk, but it's crazy. It's, it's nuts, crazy. and I, I'm here for all the drama. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I yeah. don't have an investment in it, so it's just kind of sit back and watch. I kind of, you know, at least at least you're somewhat enjoying your experience still. So, I mean, yeah, I don't I don't know if I'm playing it out of <laughs> enjoyment or out of curiosity to see where it goes, yeah. but. You know, I'm, I must be enjoying it enough to keep yeah. playing. Hey, every so. time I've turned on my PlayStation <laughs> this week, you've been on playing it. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of feel like I'd probably be enjoying Ghost of Tsushima more, but I'm like, well, might as well get rid of finish off the game that I probably won't enjoy as much and save something better yeah. for later. <laughs> no, I, get that. I get that for sure. So. All right. Well, I guess since since uh, that's that, we can talk about the other news from that day, which was the VGA Awards, which we yes. briefly talked about on uh, our Gave, last uh, podcast. Kind of hopes of what we'd see and our thoughts on the game of the year contenders. Yeah. So um, I think the big winners there were uh, Last of Us Two, of course, pretty much won all the categories it was in. Pretty um, much everything. <laughs> you had Among Us win a few like indie game titles and um, uh, yeah, like multiplayer, multiplayer game. game. Um, you uh, had... Which is funny because that game released yeah. two years ago, but uh, you know it's fine. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. I guess if nobody knew about it, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm happy at least that, that that team got recognition, even if it's two years later, because they're such a small group of people like kudos yeah. to them i actually had a buddy call me today i haven't talked to in a while he was like we should play among us i've never played it so i was like yeah <laughs> maybe and i was telling him that that you've played it before a few times and i was like i'm sure yeah. we could get people to play if you want to so i'm, I'm always down to play if you want yeah. to try something yeah, we might have to do that you can play for free on your mobile or it's five bucks. yeah whatever whatever bucks. <laughs> so um but yeah i mean i think and you can play it on Switch now, which I guess is a later yeah. announcement. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, then uh, I guess the only thing that like I guess the only other thing that I I don't care about these awards things usually. Like they don't like I'm not like oh my god they gotta win. But like I I I think it was like an action game and like half life alex didn't win and i was a little like really that game's awesome like how did that not win like the game is so good but it did win it half life alex did win best vr game which made total sense because it was just amazing yeah. it, it was gonna win yeah. one guy it had to win because if it didn't win that i'd have been like what the f like valve finally released a new half life and nobody like gave it even this little award come on 
Like, yeah, I, honestly, I'm surprised it wasn't nominated yeah, for more. It was but. really, really, really good. Um, but <laughs> so that's just a quick run through on that. But they started the show off with the Smash Bros. Um, fighter Pack Two, third character or second character? This is third. This is the this third, third character, yeah. and we are getting Sephiroth. <laughs> which is pretty cool um I, I probably won't buy it just because again i haven't even really been playing smash i couldn't tell you the last time i actually sat down and played smash <laughs> but i wasn't expecting sephiroth it was not one anyone was really predicting like, i don't know why sure. but like final fantasy 7 characters just never were even on my radar for this for this game i mean yeah i know clouds there but like i just haven't even thought about that <laughs> but then now yeah. that sephiroth's there now i'm like ooh, chrono <laughs> can we can we chrono <laughs> frog but they, they've had a lot of square characters yeah. now so. so um i don't know i mean i don't have much to say it's another sword fighter which i know people were you know <laughs> upset about but and he's like the massive yeah, sword it, fighter <laughs> So yeah, I, I think it's cool that Cloud has a rival now in Smash, so that's pretty cool. Because um, I kind of like every series kind of having more representation in that sense. And it's another villain too. Yeah, so, so yeah. We'll get more Plus we'll have more Final Fantasy music. So um, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about Sephiroth here in a second because uh, the Sakurai presents. Um, yeah, that's all you. I, but, I didn't watch it at all. Okay, <laughs> so that's... but but to stay on track for the game awards sure, sure. Um, announcements, uh, they they showed a few games also before that uh, during the pre-show. Um, I'm not sure if you caught any of these. Uh, one was called Shady Part of Me. I don't think I saw that. Uh, I I'm only mentioning it because you might find it interesting. It kind of looked cool, and it was also a shadow drop. Um, it kind of looked like that. Uh, what's it called? Lost in Shadows, whatever that Wii game. Oh yeah, that game was cool. Yeah, it kind of looks like that mixed with Little Nightmares. Um, okay. Kind of a blend of light shadow play, but kind of with like a creepy-ish horror kind of game. Play yeah, I think I missed style. that. Yeah. I caught I caught a couple so. of the, like, a, like a few things from the pre-show, but um, yeah. yeah. I mean, there wasn't too much, but I thought that one just stood out to me. I thought that looked kind of cool. Um, and the only reason I'm gonna mention this next game is just because I thought it was funny, and it's uh, it's called Century Age of Ashes. It's basically just uh, dragons flying around shooting each other. You can kind of think like Panzer Dragoon or something. That's what I thought it was when I saw it. I was like, it's yeah. like a new Panzer Dragoon because I knew they just did the remake for that. So I was like, well, maybe they're making a new one. Yeah. I, I saw like the chat comment feed scrolling down, and one person called it like. Ace Combat Dragons? I'm like, that is Ace Combat Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> and just thinking of it called something like that, it just made me giggle. So <laughs> I wanted to mention. <laughs> um, but yeah, after Sephiroth um, and the game shows got rolling, they had a, a lot more game announcements. Other than that, that was kind of like. Uh, 
it's this game sequel, but not this game because we can't call it this game. <laughs> <laughs> for instance, there was uh, Back for Blood, which is totally Left yeah. for Dead, even almost so in the name. <laughs> I mean, it is the guys that created it. So. It's the same, same developers. <laughs> so. so it's the same like concept. You got four people working together with their witty banter and fighting like special yeah. zombies as they mow down hordes of zombies. I will say, as soon as yeah. I saw it, I was like, ooh, I want to play this. <laughs> just because I, yeah. I love Left 4 Dead. It was, it's just like, not so much like playing it by myself or with other people online, but playing with friends is is where it's just totally. a lot of fun. I, I think this will be fun. I, I'm looking forward to probably picking it up with you and we can play for it this sure. summer, coming summer. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally <laughs> down for that. Um... There was a Perfect Dark uh, new game. From one of... Uh, I forget what studio. It was one of Microsoft's yeah, new studios that's working on this. Not not uh, Rare this time, but someone yeah. else. So that'd be interesting because like, they've... So I know they did... You know, obviously the N64 Perfect Dark was like... You know, everyone says... A lot of people say that's better than Goldeneye. But just Goldeneye was the, <laughs> the iconic one. Definitely has a fan yeah. base. And yeah. then I know they did Perfect Dark on... Was it the 360? I think they did it on 360. They brought it back. I think it was 360. It was called what Perfect, Perfect Dark, Dark Zero, Zero or something. Yeah. And then um Yeah, and I heard it wasn't as good as the original series, but it, it wasn't like a horrible game yeah. or anything. So it'll be interesting to see what they what they do with, with this next one. Um I remember playing a little yeah. bit of it on 64. Me and my friend used to play it. But mostly we just kinda played through the the, the first like office area and like that was about as far as I got because he'd play it when he'd come over and then go home and take it with him because it's his. <laughs> so I never really, I never had a 64 back then. So yeah. I never played it, but I, I'm kind of curious to try sometime because I don't know. Everything like Rare did back in the golden age was like so good. So I, I'd be curious to yeah. try it. So, um, see, I'm just looking at this list here. Um, what yeah, kind of... there was another this game, not this game, called Callisto Protocol. And if it gave you Dead Space Fives, that's because it was made from the developers of Dead Space. And <laughs> but it's not Dead Space. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was one game you probably I don't know if you remember or saw it but uh it was called season that looked really cool that was probably the most interesting game to me that stood out from the whole game i saw it was like very like uh like a cell shaded quick like yeah art, the art yeah. style looked like studio yeah, Ghibli yeah. or something i was like oh yeah yeah i'm totally I saw down it and for I whatever it is like... even if i'm just riding a bike and recording dragonflies i'm like this I sounds was like cool. patrick's into this <laughs> <laughs> immediately when i you saw this me. Just based on some of the like <laughs> weird games that you've told me to play that I've never heard of before, that are always fun though. I mean, like like gardens between <laughs> and stuff like that. Just like those kind of, you know, real artsy but like heartwarming games. <laughs> like it was it was a good game though. I, I did enjoy that. Um, yeah. That's another game I beat this year too. It's an, it's another one. Oh, was that I this year so. also? Wow. I don't know. Played. Shout out the gardens. So between. many games played this year. <laughs> um. And then uh, that brings us to the uh, Vin Diesel Arc 2 that we mentioned <laughs> earlier in the podcast, <laughs> which when when I saw that, I was kind of like, is this Horizon? And they're putting 
they're putting Vin Diesel in it? What the heck's going on here? <laughs> well, as soon as I saw Vin Diesel, I was like, I was calling this like Groot of War. I was like, what is this? <laughs> and then like I saw people saying it was um that he was like Torok, basically. It's like Torok the dinosaur hunter. Yeah. And then the dinosaur came yeah. in, yeah. <laughs> it was giving that yeah, kind of that's vibe. What I saw. Um this game I thought was pretty interesting though. Um it takes two. Yeah, this is from that guy <laughs> at the Oscars. <laughs> First off, he he's like they have a little interview with him before he shows the game, and he's wearing like a mocap suit and stuff. And he's like and the I'm most like, all right. Enjoy he's the, the most hyped dude like in the world. He's so yeah. I, I do love his personality. He's yeah. really fun. Um, but then when they start showing the game, and I'm like. It's all super like cartoony and animated. I'm like, this is not what I was expecting from you wearing a mocap. <laughs> and then he was like a book, and he's like, hey, yeah, hello, yeah. let me tell you my story. <laughs> I'm like, okay. It was pretty funny, but the game looks cool though. It's a you know total co-op platformer, like puzzle solving, and I don't know. I think it's... yeah, like it looks. It looks like it has a lot of fun ideas it's not taking itself too seriously and just it looks like a really fun game to play For with sure. someone and um I, they also mentioned that they're doing the same thing that they did with a way out where if you buy one copy you get a second copy free to yeah, get that's, that's awesome so you can both yeah. play it, which i, I think that's, that's really awesome. really cool yeah so yeah i don't know I, i'm looking forward to that honestly i think it's that's pretty neat um it just, I don't know, it just looked fun, and I, and I love co-op stuff, and, you know, it, it seems kind of like, like Portal in that sense, where you just, you work together to solve these puzzles and progress through the, the world. The world needs more co-op yeah, games, absolutely. for sure. <laughs> so, co-op is so much more fun than just fighting your friends. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, that has its place, but, like, I don't know, it's just so much more enjoyable to, like, work together than to, like get angry at killing your friends <laughs> <laughs> why'd you steal my star you yeah, son of a <laughs> exactly because even in those co-op games you can like have fun to the point where like like in portal 2 we were playing before you can like <laughs> launch somebody and then you can just like kill them <laughs> like and it's just yep. and then you just like wait yeah <laughs> so it's just, you can still have that that kind of fun where you can irritate the other person but you're both laughing <laughs> <laughs> well, at least right, one, one person's, person's usually laughing. laughing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. And then uh, I guess <laughs> the last announcement we'll mention. They this is what they chose to end the game awards with. And well, first it started zooming out, and it was space. Outer space. It was kind of vague and just like smoky. It kind of. Remind me of a certain teaser trailer with just a number and a logo, <laughs> and I'm like, could this be? Are we finally getting an update? It's 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 not. It was <laughs> Mass Effect. <laughs> uh, Mass Effect will return. Is that what it said, or something like that? Or will that, continue? Mass was. Effect yeah, will continue. Was... Uh, I'm like, okay, I guess. You have enough of a fan base from the original, but like, why do you have to make this giant announcement that the series will continue after that bombshell of what was the last and, game and called? Drama, and Dranimal yeah, or Drama. something? Yeah. <laughs> so, 
I think I think if you're gonna say that series is continuing, you should show something with a little more good faith uh, <laughs> to reinstall. <laughs> but okay, okay, Bioware. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you want to go down the the music performances that were there too? Yeah, the, the only other thing I'd say that was fun about the Video Game Awards is they had some really fun musical performances. So, if you didn't see them, I definitely recommend like looking them up. Uh, uh, one of those music videos they kind of had, which I'm not sure if it was like a music video or it's going to be like a game or something, but it was called We Are OFK. I was, I was jamming to that music. Was that, that was fun. the um, was that the song they were playing? right before the game awards started i think so with like the palm trees and the band playing and then they had those like little neon cats like dancing in the audience uh, no the one i saw they were the band was in like a um they were inside like a like an orchestra room or like a like a courting room oh you're talking about uh what that live performance of Persona oh, yeah 5? that's what it was i thought it was cool i don't know i enjoyed that yeah. That was cool too. Yeah, I forgot to write yeah. that one down. Okay, that was fun. I, I wasn't sure what this one oh, was, so yeah, th this other one was like animated. Gotcha. So, but it was it was cool. Uh, we are OFK is definitely cool. I, I might even use that music for our uh, in between breaks. We'll see. Um, <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll see. Uh, as long as it's not copyrighted, I have to think about that. Um, uh, then uh, Super Mario Brothers. 35th anniversary they did like a little concert for that that was so yeah. much fun they went the through like, of, like yeah, the whole series through... yeah from like mario brothers and 64 to i think galaxy to odyssey yeah yeah they skipped sunshine didn't they <laughs> they did I, I think it was just a time sure, sure. Thing. they probably could only fit so much yeah. no that was really yeah. cool but then when they came back and did the uh the game of the year um they did, they medley, did a little like yeah. medley for each of the games nominated for Game of the Year, and <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> it was cool. everything was like first. First of all, like the nominations were so dark. <laughs> yeah, there was a, a large majority of dark, gritty kind of games for the year, except for one, <laughs> which was Animal Crossing, probably the happiest yeah. go lucky game you could think of. And so that whole musical performance that I was jamming to, but I was like, how, how are they going to transition to Animal Crossing? I won't see this. And surprisingly, they did it very well. And it was, they made Animal Crossing seem pretty grand. It yeah, was cool. It was just funny to me because like, you know, you've got like Doom where it's all like metal and they've got like Hades yeah. where it's like all... Yeah, I, I think it went from it Hades. Went, it went from Hades to Animal, to Animal Crossing. Crossing, but even like Ghost of Tsushima is kind of like... You know, it's got that kind of like Japanese vibe, but it's still like real heavy and hard. A lot of like hard strings and stuff. And yeah, and then last of us was like down or down or down with yeah. banjo. And... <laughs> and then it's like all flutes and like do 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 do. <laughs> I don't know. Animal Crossing sounds so epic. Yeah, that sounded never good. Seen, I heard Animal Crossing sound they... so epic. It was like. Yeah, they did a good job like <laughs> making it big, making it very big yeah so uh um but yeah it made me really wish that animal Crossing had one because it, it got would me have been cool but, but <laughs> of course last of us too like we kind of said like yeah and again i never bad. never played either the first one or that one so um kind of figured it would win though just because 
the talk about it all year. So yep, yep, and just the kind of vibe the Game Awards tendencies to go for. Yeah. So. when was that last week i think it was last week or was it this week i think it may have been this week, week man i think i think it was like monday or tuesday right. so um yeah <laughs> yeah everybody was uh was hoping for some we'll just we'll just get it out now i guess we're hoping for some some hollow night news or some sports story news Sun was my yeah. hope and i had so much I thought evidence leading towards <laughs> it, but it did, it did not come to fruition. <laughs> like, there was a tease of Edge magazine that seemed to be teasing at Silk Song News at, for December and their magazine. Because it's a black orb. <laughs> Granted, it was a very vague tease, but I still believe that they're probably going to show Silk Song. That's like a Apparently, it was not in this. It's like direct. a purple and yellow chair in the back of Sakurai's office. <laughs> <laughs> also, the the team Cherry tweeted out about the indie direct. I was like, oh man, if they're tweeting about it, they probably have something yeah, they want to show. Think. But no, so, it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. But uh, but let's let's get to what they did show. Sure. Um, <laughs> the one of the big games that. A lot of people seem excited for is, of course, Spelunky and Spelunky 2 are coming to Switch. So, uh, if you've never played those games, they're pretty fun. They are, uh, what's the term, rogue like? Yeah. I've heard they're good. I've yeah, heard they're I fun. I've never played them, though. I say rogue like instead of rogue light because you don't keep any progression if you die. You start all the way over, and it's just try again, different randomized dungeon. So, it's it's very kind of brutal in that sense, but I guess your progression is knowledge and skill, kind of learning the traps and how the areas work. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, they're, they're fun, and I, they seem like a great fit for the Switch. Uh, I think one game that you and me are very excited for to see was Cyber yeah, Shadow. We totally got forgot about that, that game. Because like, yeah, so I, I know they 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 announced that game right when I was playing the messenger, and I was like, ah, mm. oh, do I really want to play another game like this? Too many, like, too many ninja I mean, games at the looked, same time. It looked great though. I was like, oh, it looks cool. And you know, Yacht Yacht Club Games is making this, so you mm. know they've done a awesome job with Hall, um, not Hollow Knight, Shovel, Shovel Knight, <laughs> and the other um, night. yeah, the other night. <laughs> Hollow Knight should be a guest night in Shovel Knight. <laughs> <laughs> but 
and vice versa. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Cyber Shadow though looks uh it just looks fun. It looks like, you know, an old NES game basically, but with, you know, the sixteen bit kind of effects within that eight bit environment. And mm. um I don't know, it looks it looks cool and now that I've kind of had a break from the messenger, which I need to go finish the DLC, I never did. But I took such a long break between like the actual game and the DLC that I kind of lost all skills. So it's really tough to get back into. <laughs> um, but now I think it's a good time. It would be a good time to jump into Cyber Shadow when it comes out, and uh, you know, sit down and play it. So, so I am more excited I now. Her, I think I think they gave her a release date too. I think it was pretty soon. It was going to be like January or something. I think so. I don't really remember, but I should probably look it up real quick. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure it was January, but we'll double check. Um, but yeah, it it just looks really polished, like that yacht club polished level that you see in like Shovel Knight and stuff, and it looks fun. It looks really good. It's just 2021 is all I see, real it... quick. Yeah, it's just next year. Okay. So no official dates yet. Oh wait, here we go. Uh, January 26, 2021. Aha, excellent. Okay. That's that's yeah. from Wikipedia for what it's worth. Cool. Um, I'm pretty sure that's right. That sounds right. Okay. Um. But yeah, that looks it looks fun. I don't know. I mean, I'm a sucker for for eight sixteen bit games, especially when they're not like <laughs> not just like I feel like most indie games kind of go for that. So it's like, but this actually yeah. looks like a very polished like you know game from that era so mm -hmm. at least it, it feels like it's paying respect in nostalgia but also like trying enough new things that it seems very original and, so. and that's the way like the messenger was like the messenger was really cool i don't know if did you ever end up playing the messenger not yet it's no. really good no. like i don't know it's like the the way they transition the levels i mean it's, it's basically like ninja gaiden it's it's like Ninja Gaiden with like Link to the Past elements, like Light World, Dark World, where your 16-bit world and your 8-bit world yeah, yeah, like yeah. unlocks new paths as you move around and like things disappear in the different world. It's really cool. Um, yeah, almost so. a little Metroidvania-esque. Yeah, absolutely. Sense you, like power-ups and yeah, go through this overworld for yeah. sure. So you know, I don't know if Cyber Shadow is like that, but just based on that initial look. Um, this Cyber Shadow looks similar in the in the sense where you like you know you have your your skills and your you know you're like cybernetic and you're going through like you're warping across things to this this is a true cyberpunk game we're waiting for <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't know it, it looks cool it looks really cool it's it's I'll I'll be interested to to check it out for sure so <laughs> yeah um so. Other games there, there were lots of other games. They they had a lot of cat games for whatever reason. Yeah, lots of bad cat. Puns. There was one um, game that looked like it looked <laughs> like a Untitled Goose game, but it was cats. Or yeah. I, was, I remember telling Patrick, I was like, Untitled Cat Game? I don't know. What is this? Uh, but it basically was like you're a cat and you were. An I don't remember what it was called. That's what it seemed like. You're just kind of like doing things around the house, but. Yeah. Just knocking stuff over. Yeah. <laughs> but, eh. Yeah. Uh, Not for me. 
don't know. The, the only other game that really stood out <laughs> to me was uh, this game called Happy Game. And it game got by no means looked like a happy game. game got it looked dark. Quick. It looked horrifying, <laughs> but in a very captivating, just like, I don't know, not quite Tim Burton, but like if Tim Burton was actually scary <laughs> and that's somewhat charming. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I don't know. It, it looked interesting to me because it was like, all right, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in for this. This, <laughs> this looks dark. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like a puzzle game and stuff. And I'm like, okay, I will, I'm intrigued in puzzle games and unusual art styles. Uh, At first, perhaps. I thought it was like, goner or something but then it had that kind of like claymation look to it like i don't know it was kind of like this mixture of like i don't even know like the i don't even know like what to compare it to it does like like yeah. you said like your tim burton style stuff is almost yeah. except even darker i suppose oh, yeah. i don't know it's like i got want to pull it up again too i need to, i need to see this yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty it kind, of, it kind of gives me the vibes of uh, who are the people who do those uh, World of Goo and Little Inferno games. I don't, know. Has very... I don't know who that is offhand. Yeah, I forget the name of the company, but they have that kind of demented, very... Kind of reminds me of some like, like older like Flash animation stuff I would have watched oh, back yeah, in the day. Like... Metal hands, oh, scissor hands, yeah. and one or salad fingers. Salad fingers, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. What it yes. Oh yes, dude. That that animation style like totally died with Flash. I'm kind of happy to see this come back. Yeah. All that Flash <laughs> stuff is like dead, like in two days. That's true. December. <laughs> 21st i believe is when, or maybe it was 31st or 30 i don't know maybe that, that's when they're cutting flash but uh the internet archive is is uh trying to back up all those dot swf files so people can emulate them in a browser so yeah that's pretty cool they're converting everything to html5 so you can still watch them which is pretty cool completely flash will never die. yeah <laughs> So, I still have my my old Flash video me and my buddy made that was like really short, but we took it took us all night to make it, <laughs> all night, and it was like a minute long, if that. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much it. Um, uh, the last game they ended with was. Uh... Which was not Silk Song, but <laughs> I guess some people are happy. It has enough of a following. It's Among Us. It's now on Switch, as we alluded to earlier. Yeah. So you can pay five bucks and play it on your Switch now. I'm not sure. Is it five bucks I'm on Switch? Curious. I didn't even look. It's five bucks okay. on Switch, yeah. Um, I'm curious, like, how communication works. If it has voice chat or not, I don't know. Probably through the Nintendo Voice Chat app. Yeah. I saw some people on the Facebook group were going to um, on the IGN Facebook group tonight. We're gonna play using Discord, and they were that's they were cool. telling everybody. You know, I mean that, that's what we usually do with my friends playing it on computers. Yeah, so. makes sense. Yeah, that's what I would do too, if anything. So yeah, 
But um, I, I imagine it would be kind of poor to play if you didn't have any communication. Like typing on the Switch would be awful. Yeah. So, <laughs> but the Nintendo Voice Chat app. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, that, that that that's all for the indie direct there. Yeah. Uh, but there were still more Nintendo presentations to be had too. For that week. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. For this week. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of uh, loaded Nintendo week. Um. So, next on the agenda was Sakurai presenting Sephiroth. He spent a good thirty-five minutes <laughs> talking about this. Um. I caught most of it. I, I didn't watch it like full attention the whole time because I was on the phone and stuff. But uh, it started right off the bat with. The Mii Fighters that are going to be announced along with Sephiroth. And with that, killing the dreams of a more rendered version of Geno. <laughs> it hurts still. <laughs> I, I felt really, really sure that, like all the other special Mii Fighters we were getting, that we would get a special, like, deluxe me of Geno. Like, it would take so little extra effort to just, like, model a head. That's all he needs is, like, not a me head. <laughs> and it, we'd be happy. Throw in Geno's Woods midi and we're, we're set. But no, it, it's the same me fighter as was in uh, Smash for Wii U. Um, I'm going to make the meme of you and it's going to say I can see... I can see when your heart breaks at the exact moment, and it's gonna be like Gino. Eh. Uh, I do. I, I saw one funny post like after that. Uh, and we didn't even mention the awesome trailer that Sephiroth had at the Game Awards. It was great how he like murdered Mario oh, yeah, with yeah. his long sword. It was just yeah, it was we so good. That. that was pretty awesome. Like the shadow just yeah. shows Mario <laughs> hanging by the sword, yep. and he's hanging by the overalls. Yeah. So, so the the meme I saw of that was replace Mario with Gino and just Sephiroth's like stabbing Gino. I'm like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's so true. Uh, but the other me fighters were all, I think, Final Fantasy related. You're getting who's the machine gunner from Final Fantasy VII, Barrett, yeah, I think, yeah. uh, Tifa and Aerith. Um, and then you're also getting the Chocobo hat. So. <laughs> But yeah, um, as for like what Sephiroth looks like as a character, uh, he definitely looks like OP for sure. <laughs> he has such long reach with that sword. He's like as powerful as like every heavy character, but slightly faster than them. He has like all these like special counter moves with his B moves and stuff and just yeah, I do not look forward to like playing online matches against him. <laughs> I think it's but, cool how they. I don't know. You go ahead since you. I don't know. Go, 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 go. I was just gonna say I thought I thought it was pretty cool the way that they kind of um, early released him. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Um, I was just I I didn't watch the the Sakurai presents, but I just saw people talking about it and showing that there's like a Sephiroth challenge that got unlocked if you had battle pass or if you had the, mm -hmm. the character pass or whatever. 
Yeah. Um, it's basically, it was like a little event on the home screen that you could challenge Sephiroth early into like three different difficulty settings. And if you managed to beat him, you unlocked him a week ahead of when he was supposed to release. So you could start playing with him right away. It's yeah, pretty cool. I don't know. Yeah. Since they, Sakurai was like describing him as a boss character anyway, so he, that was a fun way of kind of working that in. I thought that was cool as well. Um, I think the coolest part is the fact that we now have more than two Final Fantasy music tracks. <laughs> That's what you're saying. They are now, yeah, they're, they're adding nine uh, additional tracks to Sephiroth. Uh, I think four or five of them are actually new remixes, which is really cool. Um, and yeah, before we got on the Skype call here, I was actually listening to the music on just YouTube, and I only listened to one track, but I'm digging it. I, <laughs> I'm almost tempted to pick up this character just for the music. Uh, so we'll see. Then you can use your Nintendo Switch as an MP3 player. <laughs> <laughs> one giant MP3 player. Yeah. That's what they expect you to do with... Uh with Mario as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, yeah, I, I think that's pretty much it. Um, stage looked pretty cool, too. It looked kind of crazy. It looked, It's like a floating stage that has, like, a super detailed, like, animated background. It almost looks like you're watching, like, a Final Fantasy movie in the background. It's like so crazy <laughs> what's going on, like a meteor falling and just like end of the world stuff going on. I'm like, what the heck's going on back there? <laughs> Look pretty epic. Yeah, I really need to play Final Fantasy VII Remake just to kind of get a feel for it. <laughs> Which You can mention how, how stupid it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to actually mention that now since we're talking about Sephiroth. I tried to play, so I never played the Final Fantasy VII Remake because I don't have PS4. So I was like, okay, I'll grab the demo and play it on my PS5. Well, I couldn't find it in the store, so I Googled it and I found it on the PlayStation Store, logged in, added it to my library, went back to my PS5. The game's there, but it's got a little circle with a line through it saying it's only available on PS4. So I cannot play the demo <laughs> for the game but I can buy the game. I just can't play the demo on the PS5, which is ridiculous. <laughs> so part of me wants to like complain about it to Sony. Like I doubt anything would come from it, but it's like, that doesn't help you guys. Like why, why can't I play a demo of a game? Like it, I can why? buy the game, but I can't play the demo. It's just kind of ridiculous, but. I just am baffled at that's even a restriction. Yeah, it just, just doesn't make weird sense to me. I would understand if like the game didn't run on the PS5 or something like obviously, but I, I want them to update the list of six games that you can't play on PS5 Excellent. to seven. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. That was a little that was a little annoying because I just wanted to check it out and see what the uh, <laughs> you know what the the battle styles like and everything because I haven't played a Final Fantasy game since ten. That was the last one I played and and I kind of got like halfway through it maybe and i was just kind of like i was in high school and i think at that point i just started skateboarding all the time and stopped caring <laughs> so <laughs> until like a, the gamecube and zelda <laughs> that's usually when my gaming like <laughs> i would i would not play games until like a new zelda came out 
or Counter-Strike. I do recall a lot of your console purchases usually <laughs> had Zelda yeah, to do with it. So. Much. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that that that's all for Sakurai and Sephiroth. Um, and the last Nintendo Direct we had this week was not for games, but for a Nintendo theme park, the Nintendo World in Super Japan. Super Nintendo World. Super Nintendo World. They should call it right now just Super Mario World, because right now it's yeah. just Mario. But <laughs> uh, but yeah, Miyamoto was on camera and gave us a little kind of tour through some of the sections, and it looks fun. It looks, it looks cool, for sure. Like, the fact that... I mean, it looks right out of the video game. Like, out of, like, yeah, new Super Mario like... Brothers. That's what it looks like it's out of. Because <laughs> it's got that, you know, that 3D aspect to it but um it looks it looks really cool um i personally feel like it's gonna be a nightmare like it's one of those things <laughs> that like you're gonna want to go there like on a weekday and go there first <laughs> i mean granted this is in <laughs> japan only right now um yeah it, it did look particularly small but that might just be because of yeah. japan they're supposed um, to I have hopes that maybe once it comes to Florida, that it would be larger. So, like, the only thing I can really compare it to is, like, Universal in Florida with the, um, like, the Simpsons world that they did. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's big. It's big enough where, like, you know, you walk around and they have all the different, like, um, you know, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Just, uh, <laughs> landmarks, like your big landmarks for throughout. Yeah, yeah, yeah iconic yeah. locations. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm tired. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, your your iconic like landmarks throughout the city and stuff like that, and and it's it's done really well, but um, it's pretty big. I mean, it's it's small, but it's like open enough where yeah. you can you know go, you know, get through it pretty pretty quickly. Um, but I feel like the Nintendo things, like, the like Simpsons are huge, but I think video games are now, like, <laughs> at that, you know, they, they kind of yeah, eclipse that, I, and I think people are going to go nuts for Nintendo. Um, I feel like, yeah, with Nintendo, it definitely is going to appeal to both kids and adults, yeah. more so than a way a lot of other attractions would probably only target one audience. Yeah, I think... Um, it does look really cool. I think that so like they have wristbands that you can wear that kind of like add a like a treasure hunt kind of you know activity mode to the mm -hmm. to the park experience, which I think is pretty cool. Um, I think you have to pay extra for those wristbands. I'm pretty sure like it's not like included in oh, the man. park thing. I think you actually <laughs> have to buy those to like enhance your experience. From what I, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's what I heard. I'm going Absolutely. to have to. Absolutely. Like, going to do it. But. It's like buying a wand at Harry yep, Potter I bought World, one. So you yep. can start. <laughs> I bought yeah. one when I went because it was like, why not? <laughs> I'm not even a huge Harry Potter fan, but I bought one because I was like, eh, why not? It was it's tempting. Cool. I, I bought a wand before they added those and elements before so i have a stick but it doesn't actually uh, interact okay. with anything now i kind of want a new one that yeah. actually <laughs> now we, we both bought one vivi and i both got one <laughs> so we waited in line <laughs> so long to go through all that stuff too but 
um it was, it was cool though it was, it was it was a lot of fun oh you you waited in the olivander line to have the the wand choose you um, it, <laughs> it was the wand shop we went there and they did like the whole like experience and then yeah and then when you're done it opens up and then you get the the gift shop or whatever you can just buy whatever wand you want so mm. yeah okay. now at that point i was like let's <laughs> i'm just gonna get the harry potter bond and be done with it <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but anyway yeah so that's definitely something that that i would get when this comes here i think it's supposed to be in the u.s in like three years now i think it got pushed back a lot because of covid and everything yeah, but yeah. you know whatever hopefully you know we get to that point where we can go to theme parks again <laughs> and it and it does open yeah. so honestly i i probably wouldn't feel comfortable until at least two yeah, years so, so we'll see um you know i'm definitely looking forward to checking it out but they showed like the inside of like koopa's castle and stuff like that and um i'm i'm excited for the ride yeah, underground tunnel and toad restaurant i'm excited for the ride like Dude, they didn't good. You know, (laughs) the ride just sounds awesome. Like AR roller coaster that's like Mario Kart through Bowser's Castle. Like that just sounds amazing. Yeah, that sounds fun. (laughs) I'm I'm hoping it's not too crazy in the sense of like roller coaster. I love crazy roller coasters. That might be a limitation (laughs) to me. But I imagine if it's a ride yeah, for kids as well, it probably will be yeah, tame sure. enough. It'll probably be something yeah. like Space Mountain or something like that. But, you know, I could see it maybe being something like, obviously better than Space Mountain, which is now extremely mm-hmm. dated. Or maybe maybe they'll have like different speed levels <laughs> you can do. It could be like 150 cc. That'd be Whoa! cool. That'd be really cool. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't know. Like, I, I love roller coasters, man. They're like some of my favorite things to do like i used to just go to theme parks and just i just hit all the major roller coasters like the six six flags here in (laughs) in dc we i would go on i think i went on the superman 13 times in a row (laughs) because we went on like a wednesday one day like one week and there was nobody there so and first of all that's like Going on anything at that park is like a death trap. (laughs) I'm sorry. Like, (laughs) I've been on so many rides that have broken there, and it's it's kind of nerve wracking because like that stuff does kind of freak me out a little bit. But the Superman is awesome. It's like one of the best rides they have there. And we went on that thing literally. Just we just kept running it. We'd get off, run right back on, and if there was no line, the guy would be like, "You want to go again?" Be like, "Let's go." And yeah, that, that ride's <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, like I, I don't care how how intense it is. I'm I'm in. <laughs> I, I, as as much as I would love to, I have a tolerance level with my stomach. Uh, well, ever since I I got like you know this whole head dizziness. The last time I went to a theme park, I went on. I think it was the. I do remember you. I went on the Ver, yeah, Verbolton at Bush Gardens in Williamsburg, and that's not even like a crazy ride, but like some of the G-force was like, ugh, I felt like I was like kind of pass out, and then. <laughs> didn't, didn't you get sick at Universal too? I, I got sick. Like... 
going through Simpsons I got world sick and on the just... Harry Potter ride. The Harry Potter simulator, like three, the three the castle, castle or thing, the Gringotts. like where you're playing okay. Quidditch and stuff, and yeah. you're flying through, like it, yep, yep. like. I was just about to say, right there is about the threshold of my tolerance. Like, the Harry Potter castle ride made me sick. Green Gods did not. So it's like whatever that fine line is of how crazy those two. And rides the thing were. was like, I don't know what was <laughs> what was like going on that day, but like I just got real hot. Like while we were standing in line, I just started like feeling like real flush, and I was just like, oh my god. And honestly, I think it was from drinking that damn butter beer. And like oh, even the, like, so good though. Did I you get, did the get the frozen one? one. Or... And even the yeah. thought of it now makes me want to like vomit. Like I can taste it still, and it and because I got sick that day, like I actually because of that, I, I we went uh... home after that. We went to our hotel after that, and then I laid in the dark for like three hours, and then we went back at night because we had Halloween horror night tickets. And then when we got back to the park, I as soon as we got through the gate, I went right to the bathroom and started throwing up again. <laughs> I was so oh. sick, dude. And then the next day, we had a 16-hour drive back home. <laughs> it was awful. Oh, it was God. like the worst. It was like the worst time that we've ever had on like a vacation because I got so sick. Now I feel bad bringing yeah, up this was... topic. How did we get on this? We're talking topic? about roller coasters We're... and the intensity of the yeah roller coasters. So. <laughs> and... Oh yeah, Nintendo World. That's right. That's how we got on this whole train of thought. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, tangent. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. So hopefully in 2023 the world's a little normal yeah. and we can we can go to our. I'll I'll enjoy seeing more of it from what other people in Japan. I'm sure we'll shoot videos and stuff. Yeah, we'll have so, some cool videos. Because I think that's supposed to open February. February. Yeah. So, yeah, this yeah, should be cool. Yeah, it'll be really neat. Yeah, let's see. And it'll be, it'll be cooler, like, when there's more Nintendo rep- representation. Like you said. like For sure. Like, I am dreaming of, like, Hyrule and, like, Donkey Kong minecart rides and yeah, all that well, kind of thing. stuff. There's just, so many worlds in Nintendo that it could be its own theme park. Not just like a subsection. Did you see the, the the blueprint design they had for Donkey Kong Minecart ride? So, no. It looks so cool. I just showed like a piece of technology that they're considering, which was the people are in a minecart, <laughs> but they have a second minecart attached to it. Was it above or below? I think I think it was below or something. I'm not sure. Um, but they're like riding parallel attached to each other. So when you when it looks like the people on the cart are about to like run off the rails and stuff, the other cart is actually on the rail so that it keeps them like attached to some ground. But it looks like you're about to like go off the rails as you're jumping. Cause... That's pretty cool. <laughs> so I thought that was cool. Yeah, that's... <laughs> to simulate that kind of experience. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, you have to do that real, wow. that real short <laughs> jump, too, because like that's that one that always gets you, yeah. <laughs> or you got to do the short jump, and the, <laughs> then you got a quick jump to get over. I remember just, I just played that like a month <laughs> or two ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's... Yeah, so yeah, that should be cool. That should yeah. be really cool. <laughs> Somebody was saying that, that Universal should just cancel Harry Potter Harry Potter world and just make that all like Hyrule and <laughs> <laughs> just turn it all into... 
<laughs> so let's get to the to the final topic of 2020, and that is top five games of the year played in 2020. Yes, that way we can give some recognition to games. Not as I don't feel like we played many 2020 I mean, games. There really was so. a lot of this, 2020. This, I think games. this is what we yeah. need. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I think a lot of people spent 2020 kind of fulfilling their their backlog and stuff and um yes 2020 was a great year for diving <laughs> into older games so should we start with our with our honorable mentions that it yeah, let's, let's give a few All shout right, outs first let's do it so yeah. I'll, I'll let you you kick it off let's let's have you kick it off all right all right well one one shout out i want to give would be to fall guys it did not make my top five uh, mainly because it is at times so fun and at other times so frustrating. <laughs> but <laughs> the times that are as fun, it deserves recognition. You keep going um, back to it, so and I, I do. I keep playing it. I'm having fun with it, and uh, I like to recognize a game that's doing something new and different with the concept of battle royale like turning into this kind of crazy platformer free-for-all it's, it's a very unique game so i definitely want to give it some recognition for that cool yeah um so so just to just to, I, i'm this isn't like i didn't plan on this one but since you brought that up like battle royale um mario 35 is pretty cool um oh, yeah? you know it's it's much easier than tetris 99 in the sense that you know i i was able to win at this but it's basically just playing <laughs> mario um but i thought it was cool i thought it was really really a cool take on it and um Look. you know a good way to to kind of spice up the original super mario brothers um yeah it was definitely hilarious to me when i saw that screen you shared of like 500 Lakitu's. <laughs> that was the craziest video like, I ever had. Like happen. It's going on. So, um, but yeah, I just wanted to, to mention that since you, uh, since you just brought up the whole battle royale in a different, in a different sense of a uh, thing. But um, I think my my first one I'll mention is is the Phoenix Wright games that we played. Um, I I really enjoyed those games a lot. Um, it, it's they're visual novels to a point, but they have the puzzle solving elements of, you know, having to present the evidence. Um, I, I just really enjoyed it. The story was fun. The personalities of, of the different characters you meet throughout the game were just fantastic. Like, I don't know. They all just, it, everything fit so well. <laughs> you, you grow out of love, like every character yeah. in the game. <laughs> and like, and even if you like, even if you know who's guilty just learning the path to get to that guilty verdict is just a lot of fun it's a lot of fun <laughs> and um and i enjoyed it a lot just you know sharing it with you guys through through discord and, and playing it and just talking about the game as we played it and um yeah it was just it was really fun i, I was really glad to get into that series finally after hearing you talk about it and um looking forward to playing the third one which we haven't played yet um so hopefully do that shortly but i've been kind of on a in a gaming wall at the moment <laughs> <So>. <laughs> once he finds that 
gaming motivation yeah, again. Yeah. Maybe soon. <laughs> Maybe if we just start start playing it, it'll 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 happen. So. <laughs> but what else you got? All right. Um, let's see. I could come up with one or two more honorable mentions here. Uh, one I might give a shout out to is Ghost of Tsushima. Um. The only reason I'm not ranking in the top five is I've not played enough of it. So, <laughs> but the little bits that I did have impressed me for sure. I think the world looks awesome. I like the unique ways it kind of immerses you into experience with very little UI and like using nature and stuff. I think that's really cool. So I think it's going to be a really fun game, but, uh, I definitely need to play more of it before I could give a full verdict on that. Um, so I've got two, and I'll just quickly mention them. Um, Mario Sunshine, I, I've i always had like a love-hate relationship with, mostly hate. Um, hated the puzzle, or the non-flood levels, hated the way Mario controlled. <laughs> uh, never beat it. It's like one of the mainline Mario games I never never just got into never wanted to, to play it all the way through because of how frustrating it was um the 3d the 3d all-stars pack like forced me to play it and um well it didn't force me but it made it more accessible <laughs> being able to play it on switch and um you know the controls were not inverted which was great for me <laughs> Which is funny because I found myself inverting them all the time, just I guess from muscle memory from playing it. So that was kind of funny. But um, but finally playing that game and beating it, once I realized what you had to do to beat it, because I was trying to beat everything when I was, you know, when it first came out, I was just trying to beat every world as I went instead of just doing the first seven stars on each level and going from there. Um, it was great to finally see the ending, do the bat the boss battle. I mean, it was nothing nothing that stood out like insane, but I, I did enjoy <laughs> the game. Like the more I played it, the more I got used to how Mario moved without being able to long jump, without being able to backflip. Um, the water pack just it, it gives you that extra like it just it it improves the platforming experience in that game. Um, you you get like so used to it that like when you move on to another Mario game, you're, and, and you that's miss it. and that's what I was gonna get to. <laughs> so like I went from sixty four to Sunshine, and then from Sunshine to Galaxy. And when I got to Galaxy, I was like, I don't have a I don't have flood pack anymore. And then I was like, I totally <laughs> forgot I could long jump. Totally forgot I could do any of that. And I just wasn't doing it. <laughs> I was just like running around. And then I was like, oh wait, I can long jump again. And it was really difficult to like to remember those little things but um but even after i beat the game i kept wanting to play it and then i i was like <laughs> i'm never gonna 100 this game and then i just went but maybe <laughs> i can do this much maybe i can do yeah this so then much. i was like well i'll just get all <laughs> the more and more i saw you play i was like yeah he i was like i'm, I'm gonna game. get i'm gonna get like all the stars so i get all the stars and then i was like but now I need all the coins to get the rest of the stars. And I was like, okay, so you can't get all the stars unless you're using a guide. I'm sorry. Like, it's just insane. So, so I used a guide <laughs> to get the, the final, you know, like the final, like probably 
10 or 12 stars, however many I missed. But um, I, I enjoyed it. It was it was it was great to go through and play it, and I'll probably never go back to it. I don't see myself going back to play it again. But I'm glad that I stuck through it to 100% it. It was it was really cool. And then that the last game I want to mention before getting into my top five for the year was I finally beat Earthbound from start to finish, which I've never done before. So um, I don't have much to say about it, honestly. I, I I enjoyed it. The characters were, you know, it, the whole everything you meet throughout the world as you go was, was a lot of fun. The game has a lot of charm. The humor in the game is great. Um, I love the battle mechanics of that game. I always have. As you level up, you're able to you know the the enemies run away from you and you can you know basically auto kill and get that experience um <laughs> the weapons are just dumb and funny like shooting people with bottle rockets <laughs> and using yo-yos and bats and like it's just it's just fun it's just a fun game you're riding like the Loch Ness monster to get to the other side of the lake just like real <laughs> i don't know it's just it's just it's just fun. It's a fun game. I really did enjoy it. I actually forgot about it until we were talking about our top five. I forgot that I beat it, but because it's just one of those games that I should have beaten so long ago, and like I remember renting it as a kid and still like never beating it. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that game too. It was really, really good, and I'm glad that I that I finally played that. So cool yeah all right well you named three <laughs> shout outs i think so i guess i'll give Sorry. one more shout out here and no it's fine it's fine i played um, so many games this year you play a lot of games i never played, played a lot, a lot of games. games i guess i guess i'll give one shout out to uh paper mario origami king it looked fun because it it ended up being better than I expected. It's still nowhere close to my favorite Paper Mario games, but I had a fun time playing that from start to finish. And as much as I wish it improved some of its flaws, like that game is absolutely gorgeous, really funny dialogue, and it was just a really fun world to explore. So definitely a step in the right direction. Um, and yeah not a bad game at all it it deserves a little a little bit of recognition here yeah I, I thought it looked a lot of like a lot of fun like watching you play it um especially like the puzzle solving elements and you know like you had like the sliding block puzzles and stuff like that i was watching you do and yeah um <laughs> it's more fun as a like adventure game than it is as a yeah battle yeah the battling system, is what turned me but... off but the actual like adventure <laughs> part of the game looked great it's yeah. so good it's so polished it looks so awesome too. it's the like game looks so good i just want to trim out some of this stuff get my scissors and folds and like all right this is the game i want yeah the battling completely turned me off from that so i doubt i'll ever play it but but we'll see yeah <laughs> so maybe it's really cheap yeah yeah maybe <laughs> but um i guess that that'll bring us into number five number five so, who's, who's going first here um i can go i can go first since since you just gave a honorable mention to to your game so all right, all right. 
this year I I watched Patrick play Origami King and decided that I was finally going to play Paper Mario on the Nintendo 64. So fired it up and had a little bit of trouble with the timing and the battle mechanics, but got got used to that and I loved that game. It was so much fun. Like <laughs> I didn't expect to enjoy it as much as I did. Um, I think I, re I remember when I saw like when you were sold on the game like that first moment <laughs> and it, it was, I, I loved like the humor of Grand was it Grand Goomba with was it? yeah Goomba Goom Papa or when, when he just finished fixing the gate and then the gate gets broken and he gets so angry nobody say gate again and he leaves like just it's just stupid <laughs> stupid humor like that the writing was great um i loved the like the battling wasn't that bad like you could avoid a lot of it if you wanted to um but i i did like the interactive battling where you had to hit a or hit the joystick a certain way um the story was great the worlds that you go through on your you know adventure um the the managing your um your charms what are they called badges the badges oh, the was badges, really cool badges. to you know yeah. badge systems the badge great. system was really cool getting your you know your health up or your damage up and your different types of attacks and um i don't know i just that's like a more complex and captivating customization system than cyberpunk has i'm just gonna say sorry <laughs> i just i really enjoyed that game i, I like like once you like you start unlocking the shortcuts too and the sewers to get to you know different places faster and and then like i started doing like the um the star shard hunting as well and um okay. I just thought all, all the worlds were a lot of fun. All the the battles were fun. You had like the the Ninja Turtle Koopas was was a great reference. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the Koopa, Koopa Bros. Bros. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I don't know. It was it was it was really charming. It was a lot of fun. Um, I I I'm kind of upset that I slept on it for so long because it was it was a good game, and I think if I would have played it back when it came out, I probably would have played Thousand Year Door by now. Which I still have not. <laughs> so I played like I played like the That's first. Our, you have something. You have something good waiting yeah. for you now. And yeah, now you it's know true. It. <laughs> it was a lot of fun though. I and I played that after Earthbound, I believe too. So I played like two. Mm -hmm. 20, you were on an RPG. I was like kick. two twenty-hour or so RPGs, like back to back, and um, yeah, I just I, I really enjoyed it because I didn't have to do a lot. It was just kind of like I could sit back and read the text and you know <laughs> didn't have to really get into like any intense battles but um <laughs> yeah that game was a lot of fun and i think that's my that's gonna be my my number five pick for the for the year a game from 1999 right. i think or was it no 2001 <laughs> i think is when that came out it was like late life n64 yeah. yep 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 well, there might be some older games still on our top five, so. <laughs> but, yeah, moving on to my number five here uh, is one that came out this year, actually. And I think it might have some overlap with your list as well. I'll just talk well. about it with you. <laughs> but 
my number five is Asterisk Playroom. So good. For, <laughs> yeah, for PS5. Um, it was just so so charming from like start to finish there's so many details in that game that just bring a smile to your face it's just like one giant love letter to nation and just the amount of references is just so much fun not to mention the gameplay is like super solid even though it's very simple just platforming like as you were saying like sunshine mechanics like jetpacking yeah. around and it wasn't <laughs> hard like it wasn't hard but it was still like fun it was still it's it's very inventive and imaginative and like kind of just trickling out fun ideas as you go along it's like oh here's something cool all right i'm gonna try this out hey this is really cool and the way it uses the new uh dual sense controller yeah. so awesome I love, love, love how you can almost like feel the texture of things on your controller now, like what surface ground you're walking on, be it metal or glass, or if you can feel the pitter patter of rain, it's just so cool. Um, I love how the game was even just structured. Like they have like four worlds and they're each like a different PlayStation system. That was like so, such a smart idea. Um, Collecting all the artifacts. There's so much love. I just wish it was longer, but I enjoyed every (laughs) minute Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, That was my number four pick was Astro's Playroom. And um, all right. Yeah. Go ahead. I mean, that's that's what you said is it. (laughs) I mean, the game is just, it's, it's just like you said, a love letter to Sony and uh, for for the PlayStation, and um, and I just really enjoyed it to the point where you know, I think it was last night or the night before, I was like, I didn't know what to do, and I was like, I'm gonna load up Astro because I wanna I wanna feel the controller, I wanna I wanna I wanna experience <laughs> that again real quick, and um, I just booted into the SSD level just mostly to hear the music, but <laughs> it was just so I good. Have music. so fun, <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> Yeah, like as soon as you even start that that game up and it says Astro's Playroom and like there's like a shine that goes across Playroom and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you and feel, you feel the, yeah, you feel like the right. controller like like as it goes across. It's so cool. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, it's just it's just controller vibration. I mean, really what feels incredible is the triggers. The adaptive triggers are so cool. Um, yeah, and yeah. they utilize that so well with the uh, like the rocket ship. You really feel like how you're mm-hmm. flying. Um, yeah, it's just it's really really fun platforming game with just so many references to the PlayStation throughout the years. And um, yeah, like you said, I wish it was a little longer, but but I i really did enjoy that especially as like the first thing into the next gen it was like you know there was there's nothing special about the game in the sense of like it being next gen but the way that they incorporated it to show off that next gen controller and just you know kind of show that this is where we were and this is where you are now going throughout the life cycle of playstation which is really cool and it was yeah I just I can't wait for more games to utilize yeah. it like they and did. And it really makes me want <laughs> to get the PSVR so I can play the the virtual reality Astrobots yes. game now. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So. 
All right. Well, I guess if that's your number four, I'll jump into my number four next, um, which is kind of general, but I can talk more specifically about one game, but it's just Picross. Picross <laughs> is my number four. Discovering Picross this year is amazing. I love yeah. Picross. <laughs> I, I probably should have put that on my list, too, because it is a lot of fun. I, I I did enjoy it a lot. <laughs> I I am addicted. And that's to all thanks to it's you. It's just so relaxing to pick up, play a puzzle, put down. It just feels so satisfying, so rewarding. Uh, I really between Picross S and Picross and then Super uh, Mario's Picross. Um, I enjoy the humor of Mario's Picross more. It definitely has more charm and humor to the pictures and the little animations that they do um in regards to Picross s it's more so just it has a lot of quality of life improvements which make it nicer to play like it's easier to view and like know what rows you should be tackling because they highlight the numbers and stuff and so i like Picross s a lot for that but i'm just I love the humor of Mario's Picross. It's just so much fun. I think that's what made me fall in love with so, it, too. I don't know if you've done this, <laughs> but um, we have been using, like, even when, you know, Vivi's been playing a lot of Mario's Picross, so I'm probably going to, and she just finished it tonight, like, 100%, um, everything. Like, there's so many, like, special and ultra, like, you beat special, and then it unlocks ultra, and then after you beat that, there's, like, extra levels that are tied into, like, the, the title screen of the game it's really cool how much content is in this game that came out in like 95 that's that's crazy um, I mean, she's been playing it for weeks at this point ever since i got the ps5 i pretty much gave her my switch she's been playing it every single night so, it's, so um look, look at me this is mine pretty now. much pretty much um so i'm probably gonna pick up Picross s and um yeah i'm looking forward to that as well um just playing more of it it's i haven't beaten it yet i'm on like level eight of mario i haven't even attempted wario i don't know if i will she beat everything so um <laughs> but yeah the game is it's a lot of fun and i'm i'm really looking forward to playing playing more of, of that so I, I probably should have put that on my list too right. but it's okay i played a lot of games this year you're shining them out now. <laughs> hey, I get to talk about your games too. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well, let's let's see your uh, number three number here. Number three. I have Spider-Man Remastered as number three. Um, I just recently played this. I've always wanted to play it since it came out. Not having a PS4, it's always been kind of like a pain point, and it almost made me. I almost bought a PS4. There was. Um, <laughs> there was the spider-man bundle for like 200 bucks on black friday like last year i think it was like 200 250 yeah it, i think i think it came with spider-man right. yeah. and um i i kind of slept on it for a while i was like yeah should i get it i don't know and then and then i was like with like the ps5 so potentially close yeah at that like, point we oh. had no clue when when the console was coming out but it was still like you know yeah. rumored to be you know 2020 but then um, I didn't do it. I just kind of put it off and uh, and was kind of hoping that maybe there'd be like a PC release or something. But, you know, obviously with being first party Sony, no. But it was available on PlayStation Now on PC. 
so I could have gotten it um, for a little bit, but <laughs> I, I missed that window. Um, but regardless, I've always wanted to play it. Spider-Man's like my favorite Marvel superhero. Um, it was like one of the only comic books I read as a kid was Spider-Man, so um, I was really excited. So the first thing I did after Astro bought or Astro's Playroom was get Spider-Man Remastered. I actually bought the Miles Morales Ultra Edition, launch edition that came with that. So um, I played that, and while at first I thought it was a little a little weird, and I couldn't really get used to the, to the battle uh, mechanics, um, as soon as it clicked, the game was just amazing. Um, flying through New York City was awesome. It felt so good. There's no lag between anything. There's no loading going into anything in that game. That's that's just my favorite There's part of that game. It's literally so, so no cool. loading for <laughs> anything you do. Like your yeah. loading is like short cutscenes of like Peter changing into you know to either Peter Parker or to Spider Man. That's your load scene. Um, uh, it just it felt like playing a Spider Man movie. Like, I could have just sat back and watched that and been probably just as satisfied. <laughs> it was just, it was so much fun. Um, swinging through everything, taking pictures of all the landmarks throughout New York City, um, trying to discover stuff. Like, the first thing I did was try to go find Nintendo World, the Nintendo World store in New York City, and, and found <laughs> it, and it was like a jewelry shop, and uh, it was just kind of funny. <laughs> But it was there, like the building was there. Um, they just did—I don't know. It just—it was just really cool. Uh, the feeling of open worldness and freedom in the city uh, was really good. And it—and just like Spider-Man's mechanics overall felt like Spider-Man, and his witty humor was there. Trash talking to the bad guys while you're fighting them, and like taking <laughs> phone calls from like Aunt May while you're in the middle of a fight, and you know Mary Jane and everybody else. It was just, it just like I said, it felt like a Spider-Man movie, and it was, it was really, really, really well done. And I need to jump into Miles Morales now because it's just going to be more. And that was something else. Like I didn't even. I didn't go into that game expecting to like play as other characters. I just thought it was Spider-Man. And then you start getting like these stealth yeah. missions with Mary Jane and then stealth missions with Miles and like and then like the end scenes where like Miles is like showing Peter he has powers and stuff. It's just so cool. <laughs> like I don't know, like how they tied it all together. I just I don't know. I always have a soft spot for Spider-Man, even if it's like even if it's like be reviewed i still watch it and i'm like i had fun with it like it's spider-man it's cool like i didn't mind like the amazing <laughs> spider-man one and I don't, I don't i don't think i ever saw the second one but um you know i think the, i saw them both and then like the toby <laughs> mcguire movies like one i you know one was i loved it and then the second one i loved even more because it was dr octopus which was in the game too so it just kind of like <laughs> you know that was some of my first comics i read were like the dr octopus ones um i had a bunch of them of like of him being the villain and um so like him being like the center point of the game was was really was really cool and uh i don't know just I, maybe that's why it stuck out so much for me but the game was awesome i really enjoyed that so 
yeah, just Sp Spider-Man's great. <laughs> and yeah, like you said, they they did him justice in capturing his essence. It was such yeah, a good it game. Was, it was really, really good. And I'm, I should have tried to buy that PS4 bundle a while back. But <laughs> but I will say, like the PS5 version is like you know it's I'm sure it runs better with like solid state hard drive and all that stuff. So. <laughs> I don't know if you ever did any fast travel in the no, game. I never, no, I think I did once. Did I think there was one time it told me I could fast travel, and I was like, okay. And, but I never did it after that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I never really did either, because I just love swimming That's around exactly New York so I much. I just like but, going around, finding crime. But I and... did find it amusing, like, the one time I did. It shows, like, a short little cutscene of him, like, on the Metro, on his phone. And it's like Spider-Man costume, and other people are just like looking at him. And... <laughs> I'll have to go back and do it then. I, I'm not sure if the PS5 version does that because it loads so quickly. Mm -hmm. Though that's why I was kind of yeah, curious. Yeah, no, I don't think I ever did the fast travel. Now that you mention it, if it if it shows anything like that, I think yeah. I did it the first time it told me I could do it, but I don't I don't remember anything like that. But like you said, I just love yeah. I love swinging through the city <laughs> and stuff. It just made things. Yep like so much enjoyable and there was so much little there's so much little stuff to do in the game like there's so much more i can go back and do like i think even after beating the game i'm still like 90 something percent done with it but then from like an achievement standpoint i'm like 20 percent done with it <laughs> so so but i'm not gonna 100 percent that game there's just as much as i enjoyed it i don't did you did your copy of spider-man come with like dlc also or i guess it came with like everything because I feel like there are like two or three extra story missions than if it did come with the DLC. Yeah. Um, I think it comes with everything. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it has everything. Yeah, because I, I know there was like a story with like Black Cat. Yeah, yeah no, I then, got uh, I, I didn't complete that, but it was there. Yeah, but I think I think they it even goes further than what was in the okay. base game. So yeah, I'm not sure. I'd have to go yeah. back and look at it. So you might you might have a good more bit of Spider-Man to play if you want before you jump yeah, into Miles. It's possible, <laughs> but I, I did love that game. It was it was so much fun. Like that's basically I was going back to it every night, and I was like, I'll play another hour. Let's sleep. <laughs> I'll play another hour. It's okay. <laughs> and then I forced myself to beat uh, it, and cool. I realized I was like really close to the end. I was like, I'm just gonna stay up, and then next thing you know, it's like two in the morning. <laughs> Speaking of which, let's try to wrap this yeah. up. It's getting late. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what, what number? I think I'm on yeah, my number three. three. Yeah. All right. My number three is a game that was released last, last year. year. I picked it up in, I think, what was it, September? And I've been keeping at it pretty strong. It is Ring Fit Adventure. I'm putting as my yeah. number three game. Enjoyed that much? Yeah, I I am. I'm actually have have a lot of fun playing that every time I boot it up. And uh, I think what amazes me is that as I keep playing it, there's always something new and fun to look forward to in that game. Um, it 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 makes exercising fun in the sense that there's progression and there's always something interesting to like look forward to it's not so repetitive to the point where it's like uh, i don't want to do this anymore 
It's like, all right, there's a new stage to go through. There's new enemies to fight here. I just got a new exercise to try, which does more damage. So I'm like now changing up what I'm actually doing. And uh, they have fun mini games and stuff too. You're just, I don't know, the way they gamified exercise, it's really, really cool. And the fact that I am now 50 plus days into playing this and it is still being kept interesting is kind of amazing. So, and I, I don't even know if I'm even close to beating it yet. It, I feel like there are still several more worlds yeah. to go. So, do you feel um, like you're getting more endurance throughout playing it? Like, do the exercises feel easier the more you play, or are you are you getting a sweat? Or you, do you feel exhausted when you're done? How's that? How's that going? <laughs> so I definitely was a sweaty mess the first time <laughs> I played it. I was like, wow, this is a lot harder than I thought. Um, but surprisingly, as, as I kept at it, you know, I sweated a little less. I started getting used to it, got a little harder exercises and then started sweating again. I'm like, okay, there we go. And um, I, they also ask you like to set a difficult setting before you start each time. Um, if they want to raise or lower the difficulty. And so I think I started the game at like a nine or something. And now I'm around 19. I don't know what the number means, but I've like raised it up like 10 times. And I, I, I have a feeling that either like probably gives the enemies more health or maybe increases the number of reps that you need to do per exercise. Um, that's my guess. But yeah it, it does like help kind of add more endurance to the training that you're doing and it's just fun it's it's really cool and i like the the ring fit like tool as a controller is really unique and fun to play with like squeezing and like pulling and doing they have a lot of variety in the exercises you can do with that one piece of equipment so I'm still uh, on the fence yeah. about it for myself. I, I mean, I'm enjoying the game as much as I, I even purchased the yoga yeah. for it. So. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm still on the fence yeah. for it. Uh, I was kind of thinking about getting it a while back, um, especially with like COVID and like I'm not playing hockey anymore. And, and it would probably make mm -hmm. sense to at least do something because I literally do nothing but sit in this chair all day, <laughs> which is really, really bad. <laughs> But um, you're going to see, like, my neck get bigger as this, like, podcast each episode we do. It's like I'm getting a little fatter. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, no, that's 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 cool, man. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it surprised me. And I'm only doing, like, about 30 minutes a day, maybe, like, four or five days a week so it's not anything too consuming but it is enough to i'm feeling more toned i feel good about playing and i'm having fun doing it so all right so yeah i'll go with my number two which it's kind of had a toss-up between these these next two games but i'm gonna go with number two <laughs> is half-life alex and the I was wondering if you're going to change it again nah, at the last minute. <laughs> no, I got to go with Half-Life Alex for number two. And the reason why I have to go with Half-Life Alex for number two is because it made me sick a lot. 
<laughs> but I love Half-Life so much that I forced myself to get through it. But worth <laughs> it, it was so good. Like, I don't know if it was just like the withdrawal of Half-Life over like the last 15 years. <laughs> but like it was uh, done so well. It throws you right back into the world of Half-Life. Um, it It's just so much fun. Like, it's VR, first-person shooter VR done the way it should be done. Like, it was just amazing. Um, the way you you pick up items felt like real world. Um, now, I, granted, I played with a, with an Oculus. Um, I don't know if it would have felt better on, like, an Index. Um, I do know that the Index, I believe, has a higher refresh rate than the Oculus. So maybe I wouldn't have gotten as sick, but for me, like with VR, <laughs> if I'm moving at all times within the game, sorry. Ugh. You're already getting sick <laughs> just talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I like burp. Um, <laughs> the, if I move in the game, it makes me sick. Like if it's just kind of like free motion and I'm not moving. Um, but honestly, like that's the way the game had to be played in a few of the the fight scenes in the game because i just couldn't get away fast enough from like the combine and stuff and uh it was it just felt so good and like the story was was great the um the ending was amazing and i can't talk about it because patrick hasn't <laughs> played it yet but if you've played it and you know the ending it's I'm sure there are many people oh, that haven't played so it. It's <laughs> so good. It's so good. And it just makes you want more Half-Life. And that's like jumping into this game too. I played before it came out, I played all the Half-Life games. I played Half-Life 1 Source, Half-Life 2, Episode 1, Episode 2. And and then Half-Life Alex was the first game I played after like, you know, COVID lockdown because it came out like the week after we were told to work from home forever so <laughs> i was kind of like okay <laughs> like i I'll have all this time to play all right. <laughs> so you know obviously i didn't get to play till night nighttime anyway but still it was just like i was so excited preloaded the game um but it was it was it was everything i could have hoped for um you know i i I do number two because of the sickness thing. I think it would have been awesome if it wasn't VR, just so everyone could experience the game. However, it did it so well. Um, just being in that world, the way that the um, your your ammo reload was all—it felt like you were actually like in the in the world. Like you're shooting a gun, it felt like you were shooting a gun. You you actually point your hands up at the screen and your triggers on your VR handles and then you'd actually like reach behind your back with the other controller and it would that's how you're like pulling clips out of your backpack. Um you'd hit a button on your thing and pull out like you have like these pockets on your wrist and you pull out like a syringe and you could like you actually had to like jab it into your your body. And, like, that's how you're giving yourself, like, your adrenaline or, like, your health back. And uh, I, it was just really cool. And, like, even, like, the shotgun, you actually have to, like, cock it with the other hand. Like, you actually have to, like, move your hands. And I don't know. It was just, it was done so well that 
all VR. Like that's like <laughs> the baseline now for VR, in my opinion. Like it, it has to meet that expectation. It was so good. <laughs> so right. Valve just knocked yeah. it out of the park with that, and they should make more games. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> they need to learn to count uh, to three. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Yeah, like the original Half-Life games are already just so immersive with their like visual and audio yeah. design. I can only imagine how much more immersive it felt being in VR. And the, it just and like it the puzzles amazing. too. Like they had puzzles <laughs> where like I mean, and once you start playing it, you get into like a groove. There's like puzzles that bring out this like yeah, this multi-tool. You put it in this thing and it brings out this like virtual like globe in front of you and you've got to like take things with the other hand and like spin the globe and start like manipulating the like the <laughs> path for this stuff to like make the electricity work or to like unlock that puzzle and stuff and once you unlock it you'll get like grenades or health or something like that because they're they're supposed to be like locks on these like combine um like storage lockers and stuff like that um mm -hmm. and then like i said there's like you can follow like electric paths and then you have to like do that to like fix the circuits and stuff and so there's like all those puzzle elements as well um but it just feels so natural like as you're doing it with your hands like you, there's never a time where where it was like this sucks this doesn't feel right other than getting sick like just because <laughs> i have the motion sickness with vr but <laughs> but the game just controlled so well and it was creepy as hell in a couple spots too like there's there's, yeah. there's that it's like that half-life <laughs> um you know the like raven home level. and stuff and everything starts like going white and coming back negative and things are flipping oh. upside down and you're like in this hotel and or like you're in this building that's like you know well i guess it is a hotel but like you're upside down and You've got to try to like figure stuff oh, out. It's really cool. Like you're not upside down, but the level's upside down, so it feels everything feels disoriented. Yeah, I'm just, it, but it's done so well. Imagining what that feels like. It's in VR. just really cool because you're, you're looking <laughs> up and there's like a sofa bolted above you, and like you know, it's just and I, it's just really, really immersive, and I can't wait for you to play it. <laughs> Like, oh, man. Someday, like someday if your soon. graphics card can support it, I'll give you my Oculus so you can play it. <laughs> and I'll give you my login. <laughs> I can't. That, that, that's the issue. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That, that, yeah, that's definitely game to yeah. material. I don't know what VGA was thinking. And I, like I said, I think the only reason why I don't want to mark it as my number one is because it made me sick. <laughs> but that's not the game's <laughs> fault. But but I had fun with my number one, so I'll just let you nice. go for your number nice. two real quick so we can... Nah. Number two? Uh, it's probably a game people heard me talk about a lot this year. It's a game I put in 500 hours probably you have. I or looked more. at your profile the other day on Switch and was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and the game that hasn't even been out for a full year yet, it is Animal Crossing <laughs> New Horizons. <laughs> and it is exactly the game I needed for this year. It is so, so wonderful. Um, Like is just relaxing and happy 
and I, one of the greatest parts about this game is there are just so many little details in this game that you keep discovering throughout the entire year. It's just like a slow burn of just fun and discoveries to uncover. I still remember like the first time I saw it rain in that game and then I go inside my house and I see like rain sliding down on the windows and stuff. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. cool. <laughs> or yeah or just how like every little neighbor has their own personality it's like i had this little goat neighbor at one point and i love how when she goes to sit down and read a book she'll actually like put on glasses and stuff to read her book and no none of the other characters wear glasses she doesn't normally wear glasses but she's like i have to wear my glasses when i'm reading my book and i'm just like they're just all these little touches that are just so charming. I'm just like so endeared to that game and that world. And being able to play with my friends and family has been great. And seeing what they do with their towns, we kind of like inspire each other with creativity. And um, I think I think this game pushes the boundaries more so with social integration in a way because each island kind of has unique pieces of furniture and like color schemes and stuff that can only be get, uh, obtained through your island and so it encourages you to share with other people so oh I really like that color of that piece of furniture and like okay I'll give that to you and then oh I see what you did over there and it kind of has a kind of like ping pong effect it's kind of cool um but yeah I just I love that game and I I find it so cool how they can continually update this game. It's so different compared to past Animal Crossing games. The fact that they're going to be able to update holidays for like years to come now and change them, how they function is really cool. So, and yeah, any, any game that I play for over 500 <laughs> hours, definitely deserves recognition. So Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, I, I, I would totally expect that to be in at least your, your top two. <laughs> so, as much as you <laughs> clamored for that game before it came out yeah if, if there wasn't this other game that i'll talk about later it would have been number one yeah. for sure it is my number one actual game released there in 2020 so, and then i can say the same for for half-life for me since that was released in march as well that's pretty much released the go. same time there you go. animal crossing and half-life were yeah. pretty much released because animal crossing was april 20th and half-life was march 23rd i think or something like that so something like that yeah um it's kind of funny how that worked out um <laughs> so i guess i'll go ahead and give my number one then so my number one game of this year was completely unexpected um <laughs> i played the game for like an hour last year and then just never touched it again um picked it back up loved it and that game is luigi's mansion 3 um, I had so much fun with that game. Um, I played the second one on 3DS and I, and I liked it, but I never like beat it. I never got that far. I beat like maybe the first or second boss in the game. Um, so that's kind of why the third one, I was just kind of like, okay, yeah, it looks good. I want to play it. Um, you know, I liked the, the trailers when they showed it. Um, and I just, you know, I was like, oh, it's on Switch. I'll, I'll definitely play it more than playing on 3DS. And, um, mm -hmm. So when I finally decided to start playing that this Halloween, um, 
I was immediately sucked in. Like, I, I don't know what it was, but the game, like, it, it's, it's probably the most gorgeous-looking Nintendo Switch game that I've played. Everything in the game is beautiful. It really is. Like, yeah. <laughs> the... The humor in the game is great. The ghosts all have different personalities. Um, each level is just so much fun. Like I, I had so much fun in every floor of that of that hotel. Um, if there was any complaint, it was sometimes when you thought you were done with the level because I was trying to find like quick save spots and then like a mouse or a cat would steal my <laughs> elevator button that was kind of annoying <laughs> but at the same time it was great it was like the story was fun you're still chasing these things around um i don't know i i just really really enjoyed that game i had so much fun playing it um the different boss battles where you're like like the there's some awesome boss the one the one that you told me about that you really liked the pirate ship one was was awesome that was so cool it was like a movie to like the point where you're like yeah you're shooting the plunger (laughs) so you can hang from the boat as it flips upside down yeah and then like dramatic camera angles shifts over and you're like that entire like and then like that that whole like movie movie set level was really cool Oh, the movie How you're like transferring cool. yeah. through the TV so you can carry the like the ice to melt it there and like find the keys in the different spots and then light a torch and take it to the other set and burn the spider webs and like I don't know it was just it was just <laughs> done so well and then like I 100% of that one too because. <laughs> Because it was just a game that, like, at first I was like, I'm not going to do this. And I was like, nope, I'm going to go find all the gems now because it's, you know, I was, I didn't beat it again after getting all the gems, though. But but I had so much yeah. fun with that game. Like, it just really sucked me in. And that's, like, all I wanted to play as soon as I kind of got hooked. I was like, ooh, what's on that level? And, and um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I don't have, like, a lot of crazy stuff to say to make it, like, game of the year. I just loved it it was just a lot of fun it's just, it's just it was just super fun, fun. Yeah. like it wasn't game changing like, or it has like so that. much personality it just the animation the is awesome like, top, the animation the yeah. like references to like the different scenes throughout the game like like the uh, like the godzilla scene in that when you're fighting the bosses mm-hmm. there that was f- so much fun the the pirate ship thing the different just the different themes how every single level had like you're medieval you're egyptian you're in like an egyptian world now now you're um in a pirate ship now you're in the movie studio you're in just the hotel itself um disco yeah, the, there's sewers there's there's so much so much fun though, just <laughs> everything in that game and like all i i just found myself like vacuuming up everything it was so satisfying to just like <laughs> go around it's like ooh found that ooh found that and and then like when you'd miss some of the stuff cuz i you know i did use a guide towards the end to find the last couple of gems and i was just like oh how did i miss that like i vacuumed everything in this room <laughs> but it was like one thing that i didn't do i don't know i yeah i, I also like how it's a very kind of limited moveset, but so in a way that's beneficial because 
if you're stuck on a puzzle, there aren't too many moves to like narrow down. Like, all right, so that's what yeah. I wasn't doing. But it has enough of a variety to like make all the puzzles very interesting. Yeah, yeah, it, was, yeah. It, was, it was really fun though. Like, just the way you could interact with so much stuff in the game too. Like, you could mm -hmm. interact with pretty much everything. Like, and even if yeah. like you couldn't do anything, like. It, it would, it's it would still, still like react, reacting. even if you couldn't do anything with it. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what I was going to say. Um, but it was just, I don't know, it's a lot of fun. Um, just like little, like and that then, game was like, it's like the only Nintendo game that has like achievements too built into it, which is kind of interesting. <laughs> that's, yeah, um, I about just because like, you know, you'd like, you'd like kick the ball into the hole and it's like, hole in one, yeah, like little stuff like that, <laughs> like the little golf thing and... Um, yeah, like the level with the plant, like the giant plant that's going up, like it's oh, so yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Like you're climbing like <laughs> this Jack and the Beanstalk style thing that's just like overgrown the hotel, and um, it was just it was so much fun. The whole world, like, and then like having to backtrack to go back to those worlds to find like the cat that steals your button and runs away, and <laughs> stuff was just just a lot of fun. I, I really enjoyed the game, and um, and and. Feast on resistance that puts it over the top for Chad. They use the virtual they boy do, for their the menu. Virtual boy, it's so cool. That was so cool. <laughs> I totally forgot about that too after the first time I played it. So when I fired it up this time, I was like, the virtual boo. I forgot about that. It's so cool. Like, and that makes me like, like when Nintendo does stuff like that, it makes me want to like. It's like, why haven't you given us these games? Like. You do you remember, remember exactly like <laughs> give me wario land again on 3ds and i'll play my 3ds <laughs> but or make it playable on only labo vr yeah, do it it's been great <laughs> but but yeah that that that's i think those are my top five games for 2020 like i think a pretty solid list uh to read I to recap, we have Luigi yeah. at number one, Half-Life Alex at number two, Spider-Man Remastered at number three, Astro Playroom at number four, and Paper Mario 64 for number five. So that's Very nice. that's Very what nice. I think I'm going to stick with. <laughs> at least at this point. All right. I guess I have to get to my number one here yeah, real quick. We have like a three-hour long podcast and... tonight. <laughs> oh, God. Well, this will probably take a while to post this episode, <laughs> but we'll get it out before the end of the year. Because <laughs> this this is the this is the one I've been trying to get you to do forever. <laughs> yes, I'm sure you're gonna have stuff to talk about this game too. But yes, Chad has been trying to get me to play this game forever, and I don't know what perfect storm got me in the mood to play this. The timing was right. It was finally time to get down into it. And it was Chrono Trigger. <laughs> Chrono Trigger. It's not only my game of the year, it is probably one of my top 10 favorite games I've ever played. It is it is that good. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I don't even know where to begin with this. <laughs> like, that game is so imaginative and just so creative in its design decisions. It feels truly ahead of its time. Um, 
the way it integrates time travel. It's just so cool. It's so cool. And then how you travel back and forth between time to like solve events. It's just amazing to like influence past decisions. Uh, how the game like actually tracks your decisions like in the festival <laughs> and then that court case yeah, it's so I cool about that. yeah the court case is awesome i love that court case is awesome i love i love how there's like one time travel where like you have a family of just like jerks and then you go into the past and teach them how to be generous and then you get an item that you need by like those actions that you did from the past it's just it's so yeah. crazy Dude, the game's amazing um, man. <laughs> Yeah, the game it has it has a fantastic like sense of humor too. I love it so much how some of the time gates are like in wardrobe closets and then you're just like falling off the edge of a cliff or <laughs> um, the characters are all so memorable. It's like so difficult to actually choose your party because you actually love every <laughs> single character in that yeah. game. And then they each have their own <laughs> combos that they learn with each other and stuff. And yeah, the way the way the they multi, yeah they interact the with each other. Techniques, the yeah. multi moves. Yeah, that is so cool, and it makes you want to experiment with every character and find those yeah. combos. So cool. The music is amazing. I just love. I could like hum any soundtrack in that game. It's that, so good. That alone, like, I'm gonna let you gush still, but like, <laughs> literally, like that game hooked me as a kid playing the Millennial Fair area. Like, I play. My friend came <laughs> over and showed me the game, and we played the Millennial Fair, getting the silver points and getting the cat food and all that stuff. <laughs> And like fighting the the rapping robot Gato up in the up in the left <laughs> corner, and like I was hooked. I was like, this game's so interesting. Like, there's just so much going on in this one little like intro world. Like, there's just so much to do. Like betting on the race and like, <laughs> and then like as soon as you, as soon as like the whole like you know princess scene happens when you meet her and. And you don't know she's the princess, but then as soon as she disappears, like as soon as like the whole time travel thing happens, I was just like, I have to know what happens. Like the game just <laughs> did such a good job at sucking you into that story. Like I don't know, yeah. it just it just hooked me in immediately. And yeah, the the, the story <laughs> is so captivating, and like the pacing is perfect. It just keeps pulling you along. You just want to keep know what happens next what's next yeah. what's next and how just like the whole overall theme of this like end of the world threat and like slowly unraveling layers of it like ooh, this actually goes one layer deeper oh it's actually one layer because your deeper. first thing is like you kind of think that it's just like the chancellor's trying to like take over the kingdom you know like that's kind of like yeah you think it's like a very simple plot and then <laughs> and then you like all of a sudden go to the future and you're like what happened to this world yeah like... it just everything just gets crazy in that game it's then they have that that mode oh seven mode seven futuristic racing across the future world <laughs> i know you love that <laughs> uh... that's fine yeah, that's probably like the least. That's yeah, probably that's the probably weakest, weakest part of the game. Of the game. Right I remember losing to that a few times, and I was like, "Come on!" Yeah. Uh, but, but they show up yeah. mode seven pretty nice in that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh man, 
I, I forget what I was going to say. There's so much I can say about <laughs> this game. I don't know. <laughs> like, the combat is just so good. Uh, like, I'm not a fan of typical, like, turn-based combat, but this is such a unique system of how it works. It's so cool. How, like, the little timing yeah. gauges and, like, lining up moves. You get, like, into such a rhythm playing this. It is a really, yeah, really fun. I, I love the techniques, uh, like, the dual the dual and triple techniques that you learn with people. It's just so mm -hmm. cool, like, just because, like, you can, like, fully restore your, your health and ether as well, like, with Robot or Robo and, um, you know, any of the other characters. Um, there's, like, the revive techniques, then you've got the, like, crucial attack techniques and like i don't know it's just it's so much fun it's yeah and the fact that there are like so many interesting story beats and like decisions to make too like that can actually change how the game plays or what happens like multiple endings optional characters to get just split story paths that lead to like different items and stuff it's so interesting it makes every playthrough feel so unique this is just this game is legendary it is amazing yeah, it's, it's crazy to think like i remember playing it when it came out um because my friend had it and i have no idea how he heard about it but i i know he loved like final fantasy and stuff back then so i'm sure that's why he got it and um you know, I never, I always loved it, thought it was great, but I always thought of it as like, like an underground gem game that like, yeah, before I got like big into like retro gaming and stuff was kind of like, oh yeah, I played this game Crown Trigger, it was awesome. And then like, you start <laughs> seeing more and more about it and it's like, no, like anyone who's ever played this game knows this is like the greatest RPG ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> like every yeah. rpg it aspires is... to be what that game was in 1995 it's that, that's the craziest part this game came out way back then and it is still like the pinnacle like i it's hard to think of what game could top this i like i personally don't <laughs> like i don't know what i would improve in it honestly other than like other than like having to like refight some enemies when you go back to like scenes, you know what I mean? Like, like if I had to change anything mm -hmm. in that game, like I, I do, I don't like having to refight like some bosses or some enemies, and you can't like skip them. You can't skip the battles. So if it had like a mixture of that like Earthbound element in it, it would have been cool. That would be, be cool nice. just to make yeah. it a little faster. But at the same time, most of those fights aren't horrible because you usually kill those those extra guys in one or two hits and then you you're on your way but um but it would it'd feel like extra empowering if you could just be like when i even enter yeah, this battle yeah that would be my only like change to the game but or if you could see them like actually run away or something be like yeah. get out of here instead of like the I could I could almost see that like fitting really well with the style if the enemies like actually freaked out because the animation yeah, everyone are so everything good has too. an expression like you know when they get hit they all like yeah. do a little like you know a little bounce or something and and then like you know even like Corano has like multiple emotes and stuff and yeah he's surprisingly expressive yeah. for 
for a game of that dancing time. <laughs> and like all sorts of stuff like it's <laughs> yeah the game's amazing uh, and i'm so glad you finally played it you're making me want to play it again <laughs> and i enjoyed watching you play it too like since you streamed that you streamed that whole thing on our channel and it was it was great to sit down and watch you play because then i felt like i played it again too because there was there was so much i remembered yeah. but then there was like so much that i forgot too like the order of things if you will kind of forgot like <laughs> you know when things happen i remember telling you a few times like no i think you have to do this against this guy and like <laughs> like no you should have gone that way but yeah so for anyone listening if you have not played this game play it <laughs> it's worth it if you're curious about it you can watch her playthrough. it's a 10 part series watch as much as you want until you're convinced to play it and then go play so it good. and love it and you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> i'm not one yeah, of those people it's, it's good <laughs> solid number one should play it every year yes so just to go through my top five uh number five was uh asher's playroom four is pick cross three ring fit adventure two animal crossing new horizons and number one chrono trigger <laughs> so good <laughs> so well that's gonna wrap up this edition of 2020 this, this year of conclusion this year 2020 <laughs> this 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 year that went too long just like this <laughs> podcast <laughs> so we will be back with a with an episode next year don't know when we'll see what news we get between now and then see what don't know see what that. games we'll have to play <laughs> got lots, lots of stuff to play as usual um hopefully nintendo will drop a nice meaty real direct sometime yeah. soon so we know more than just Mario yeah, 3D there, there's world. gotta be something something in the in the kitchen <laughs> that we haven't got yet so um <laughs> but yeah so uh hope your 2021 is better than your 2020 hopefully we start moving towards a, a more normal world with vaccines and all that good stuff 2021's gonna be great we're gonna get vaccines we're gonna get breath of the wild 2 we're gonna get switch pro, we're gonna get switch pro. that's coming switch march pro. next year <laughs> all next year you heard it here first I say Metroid Prime, but yeah, I, I they haven't even that, started so. that game yet. <laughs> They're still hiring like a new production. Retro is still hiring, yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, so stay safe. Um, the world's not going to be back to itself until at least somewhat normal, probably until at least next winter would be my guess, but we'll see how it goes. And, uh, you know, as, as long as Lavos doesn't crash into our, our Earth before the end of the year, we'll catch you True. guys next year. <laughs> so, until then... I'd, I'd be okay with that if that happened. <laughs> if, if the Earth is gonna die, at least make it something as long cool as like As that. long as the music was like... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> uh, it is totally gonna be the credits music now. <laughs> so... Play your backlog until new stuff gets released. We know Mario 3D World is being re-released. We have that new Bowser chapter for that. But until then, everybody. Happy gaming, everybody. 
Happy New Year. See you guys later.